It's Isabella Levy, business mentor, speaker, and the host of More Than Just a Trophy Wife, a podcast where we talk all things reality, riches, and relationships. Let's get to it. What up, everyone? It feels so good to be back behind this mic. I've just returned from my time in India. Honestly, I had the most incredible time. The culture is so different. I learned so much. The food was fantastic. The service was sensational. And I just feel so recharged and refreshed. I'm really ready to get 2020. Now, that's my little life update for you. But I promised that this podcast would share the reality behind entrepreneurship. And I think that there's a certain topic that doesn't get spoken about enough. And it can be such a huge frustration to entrepreneurs. So in this podcast, I'm going to be speaking about things that piss me off about prospects. Now, I know if you're an entrepreneur, you are going to feel me on this podcast. I'm going to be sharing things that we're going to be able to relate to. And also, I'm going to be sharing ways which you can improve certain situations as well. Now, if you've been a prospect in your time as well, then if you do tick anything that I'm about to go through, please just take a note or two, okay? Because I really wanna make sure that the industry that you are in, people have a respect for one another, okay? It's just decency, normal human integrity, the things that I'm about to speak about. So I'm going to break this podcast up into three different parts. We're going to speak about things that piss me off about prospects prior to a call, things that piss me off about prospects during a call, and things that piss me off about prospects after a call. So let's dive into prior to the call. I don't understand how people don't turn up to a call. Like, please reach out and say that you are no longer available, that you have a change in plan, that something occurred. But if you have booked in a call and you're not turning up for that call, as entrepreneurs, like we put our heart and soul into what we do. We have actually cleared that time and space to be with you. So for you not to turn up and for us to wonder where you are and for us to basically have to email message to see if you're still coming to a call. It's just wasting someone's time. And I don't know about you, but I've not got any time to waste. So of course there is ways that you can decrease the no-show rate. And this is, you know, by making sure that you have appointment email automated reminders. You can also make sure that prospects can only book like 48 hours in advance. But if people book in a call with you, I just don't understand why they don't turn up. You feel me? I hear you as well. The second thing that just really pisses me off prior to a call is when people cancel last minute. It's like, did you really not know until this last minute before our call that you were gonna cancel? Because I feel like you did. And this can, of course, be so many things that come up. And I'm not speaking about emergency situations and times where people actually do need to cancel stuff, but energetically you can feel when someone just doesn't care about the call, which is fine. Like I'm cool to not have you on a call, but if you've booked in a call with me and I've prepared my time for you and you just cancel last minute, like I have then set my hours up before that in order to make sure I'm on time for a call. So please just have the decency and the respect to cancel 24 hours 
in advance so people can actually put their time and energy into people and things that are really going to matter. The third thing that pisses me off is people being late to a call. Again, I know there's technical problems. I know that things happen. I know kids happen. I'm not speaking about that. I'm speaking about people getting on a call late and just coming up with like any single excuse. Like if you are really making this call a priority and you're really interested in a certain service, then you should get yourself organized to show up on time. Again, normal human decency. Now, the second part of this is things that piss me off about prospects during a call. Now, in my industry, of course, people are investing in themselves and I'm supporting them in scaling their business and really stepping into their own spotlight. And if people come to a call and they really desire to get my support with it, and then it's time to sign them up and objections come, I'm cool with that. I actually love objections. I want to hear what's going around my ideal client's brain. I also want to support them in getting them to where they desire to be, maybe shifting their perspective and maybe helping them see something in a different way in order to get them to where they desire to be. But there's certain objections that really just get to me. Number one, I need to ask my partner. What do you need to ask your partner about? Because if you are asking your partner to do something, that means you are seeking approval from something. No matter what, no matter what you are going to do, no matter what you are going to buy, you need to make that goddamn decision for yourself, commit to it. And then if it was me, I would be going to tell my partner what I was going to do and ask for his support on it. But we are in the 21st century and it's time that women stop asking men for approval. It's time that women just stop asking men to see if something's okay. Because at the end of the day, all your man is going to do is either protect you or support you on something. And if you come in a way that you're like, oh, can I please do this? Blah, 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 blah. He's going to sense that energy. All he's going to want to do is he's going to want to protect you. And therefore he's not going to move you forward. But if you come in a way that you've already committed to something and that you've come in a way that this is what you're doing, then they have no other option than to support you. But people either use it as a cop-out and of course people also use it in a way as that's just genuinely their behavior. And I just want to call this out and it's time we change this. Women need to step up. Women need to stop seeking approval. Women need to make their own decisions and allow themselves to go after their dreams and their desires, no matter what anyone says. The second objection that just pisses me off is it's not the right time. Now, of course, it may not be the right time. However, if you booked in a call, if we've just spent the last 45 minutes speaking about how much this means to you, and now you're telling me it's not the right time, then why are you here on the call? Like, why is this the time that we're on the call then? Surely if you're going to want to move forward with something, then that is the time right there and right now. Now, of course, as entrepreneurs, we have to be able to overcome objections. And it's something that I absolutely love doing. But people that say it's not the time, I want to ask you something. 
Are you committed to your distractions or are you committed to your desires? Because you need to make it the time. There is no perfect time. There is no perfect world. There is not going to be a time and space that you're just going to feel like, yes, this is absolutely the most amazing, perfect, phenomenal time. Like we don't live like that. You have to make it your time. You have to make it the right time. If you want your life to matter, you have to make it matter. So entrepreneurs, start calling it out, you know, handle the objection and make sure you can overcome it because it's just an excuse, which is holding someone back from their desires or holding someone back from getting the support that they really do need from you. Otherwise they wouldn't have reached out in the first place. The third thing that gets to me on the sales calls with the objections is I'm going to think about it. Okay, cool. What do you need to think about? And then All that is, is buying themselves time to think about all the reasons why they should not move forward with gaining support from a certain service. And again, it's just allowing fear to hold people back. Like you can either allow fear to drive you forward or drive you back. But people that say that they have to think about it and then they think about it and they think about it and they think about it. Like I've had people that book in calls consistently And at the end, it's still, I need to think about it. I don't even take that on. Like, I don't make that mean that I'm not good at overcoming objections and I'm not good at closing this sale. I just feel like right now, you're more committed to your distractions than your desires. You're way more committed to your excuses and staying in the place where you are right now rather than getting to the place where you really desire to be. So entrepreneurs, I want to make sure that you are excited about overcoming these objections and prospects. I want to say to you, just don't book in a call if you're not ready to move forward. Now, of course, if it's not a fit and you don't feel like this is actually the service that you want to move forward with, that's totally cool. You just say, no, this is not something that feels good to me. I do not want to do this. I'm speaking directly to the people who have said, yes, this is something that they definitely desire to do. And then they just have a shitload of excuses. Honestly, I'm getting tired of it. Move it along. Successful people take action, either take action towards your dreams or don't, but just don't complain about it because you're not doing anything to change it. I'm just keeping it real with you. The third part of this podcast is things that piss me off about prospects after a call. Okay, so number one, we've all experienced the person that just goes on the missing list. It's like you booked in a call, you said that you really wanted to move forward with something and now you're on the missing list. Now I don't even know where you are. Why? Like, again, I know this is fear that can come up and I'm more than happy to support my people in overcoming that and actually making sure they feel supported in that and making the decision and feel empowered in making the decision. But if you have said that you are going to move forward with something and then they just, you just don't hear a word from them, you're just, again, wasting people's time. Like if it's a no, no problem. Like, no problem. Entrepreneurs will move on to the next person. But if you just go on the missing list, then all we want to do is we want to support you in terms of you reached out for this service. This is, I know this is something that you want. This felt good. We booked in, you know, a call already. Maybe it was to book in a follow-up call. 
maybe it was to sign up and you've not taken any action and you've just gone missing. Like the least you can do is just send an email and say, hey, this is not the right thing for me. I will not be moving forward. Otherwise, that entrepreneur is just circling around their brain in terms of how they're going to next reach out to you. Like they don't want to mither you, but they want to support you. And I want to make sure that people that have had a call with me, that fear comes up, that I'm supporting them with that fear. This is not about a sale, people. This is about your dreams. Like you've got to really take a step forward and own that. And again, just have normal human decency to not go on the missing list. Like, I don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't get it. The second thing is when people just don't turn up to the next follow-up call. The amount of times, personally in my industry, that someone has come on a call with me and they have been the perfect fit. I know how much I can support them. And I've then supported them in actually coming up with the money to actually do my program and work with me. We book in a follow-up call and again, they just don't turn up. Why? Like, why? If you know someone's there to support you, then turn up to the follow-up call. Even if something has gone ski whiffed and you're not feeling as good as you were on the first call because life happens in between and people and family and friends and minds and thoughts and behaviors and beliefs and all of that shit happens in between, the person is going to hold you to a higher standard with something. You know, I just wanted to share with you this because I see this as a perfect example. So Kenji and I are currently planning our wedding. And of course, I wanted a wedding planner. So I was on the mission to find a wedding planner. I was speaking to loads of different wedding planners. And Kenji's like, well, why can't you just do it on your own? Like you can do that. And I'm thinking in my head, oh shit, maybe I, maybe I can do that. Like maybe I don't need to pay for this wedding planner and maybe that budget can go somewhere else. And honestly, like the reasoning and the logic, I started to believe it. And then when Kenji's voice moved aside and I realized what I had to do, I was like, no, of course I need a wedding planner. Like I can't do this on my own. I've got a business to run. I've got family to see. I've got to work out. <laughs> like, why wouldn't I have a wedding planner? So I just want to share with you from the initial thoughts of me reaching out for a wedding planner, because that was a desire and that's what I wanted, to speaking with my partner who has huge influence over my life, by the way, and I love him so much, for that voice just fades in a way for me to tune in into what I really desired. I, of course, booked the wedding planner. But I could have had a meeting with the wedding planner, listened to Kenji, and then just made my decision based on what he wanted um, and not gone ahead with the wedding planner and being in struggle and not felt good about it at all. So that's just a little example that I wanted to share with you that it can happen to all of us. But I, of course, would have definitely shown up for the call anyway because I would have actually shared my truth. I would have shared my opinions. Like, I feel like that I can do this work on my own X, Y, and Z. And then that person can say, cool. Or that person can say in their bloody, bloody years of experience, people that have said that this has happened. They've come to them later on and they've needed help and they had to, you know, scrumble everything together. Or do they realize how much work it is? You know, like they would overcome these objections, but you've got to give someone time to actually support you through that. Because at the end of the day, people as entrepreneurs are providing a service that they are so passionate about. Like they just want to be in on the good fun, right? Like they want to be in on it. They are there for you. 
And then the last thing that pisses me off about prospects is when people don't make a decision. Again, if you are good at sales, which I do classify myself as I am, you can support someone in making a decision, even if things need to be worked out, et cetera, to go and make it actually happen. But people that live in indecisiveness are going to continue to be stuck and stay in the exact same place. And I see it over and over and over again. And if you continue to live in this indecisiveness, you are not going to grow. You are going to stay playing small in the same place. You're not going to get to whatever the service or desire was that you desired to actually get to at that point. And indecisiveness is just another way of procrastination, distraction, which is basically all excuses. Now, I want to let you know that I'm sharing this podcast with love. And I'm sharing in a way that I know how many entrepreneurs will feel me on this, but I'm also sharing it to prospects out there that do do these things. And I hope that you are able to see a different perspective and just have, you know, decency and communicate with others the way you would communicate to the people around you because we're real people. And we want to make sure that if you have reached out to us, that we are supporting you rather than just seeing you as the next count and moving you along. Like we really do desire to support you. So overall, we know that what holds prospects back is fear fear of something not working, fear of them not being good enough, fear of them not actually believing in themselves. And I've got a space for that. And I hold space for that. And I definitely work through that with people. But this is not about that. This is about basic human decency, which I just really hope and desire for things like this to stop happening because it is a waste of time and energy for people. And it's just really not cool. So if you have ever experienced something like this, or you are just wanting to share the message, please do go ahead, share this podcast because I feel so many people need to listen to this message and actually start the conversation and start talking about it. I'd also love it if you tag me in it, send me a direct message, tell me what your biggest takeaway was, and I'll see you on the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, listen to a couple more, and I would be so grateful if you could leave me a review. I want to know what you enjoyed, what your biggest takeaways were. And of course, if there's anything specific that you want me to speak about on the show, then go ahead and request it below. To say thank you for leaving me a review, I will send you a copy of my Goal Digger Planner. It covers everything from setting your 90-day goals and breaking it down into monthly, weekly, and daily action steps. If you want a copy, go ahead, screenshot your review and direct message me the picture on Instagram at Isabella Levy and I will get it right over to you.